Who do you want to be as a leader? What are the blind spots you're missing? If you had a magic wand and you could change anything about your workplace, what would you do with it? These are the kinds of questions we explore on Inspirational Leadership. I'm your host, Kristen Harcourt. I'm a keynote speaker, emotional intelligence coach, and leadership trainer who partners with executives and emerging leaders who want to achieve extraordinary results for themselves and their organizations. You're in the right place if you're ready to cultivate the self-awareness to be the leader you were born to be. Let's go on this journey together. Welcome to Inspirational Leadership. I'm your host, Kristen Harcourt, and I am going to be changing things up today for the podcast. I've had a lot of people asking me over the last couple of years uh, for solo episodes that they wanted to hear some shorter episodes where I'm talking through some of the concepts that I talk about through with my guests and some of the areas that I focus on in terms of emotional intelligence, mindfulness, self-awareness, well-being. Uh, what does it look like to really create human workplaces? And so it's a fresh year. It's 2023 and no time like the present. And this is a bit, little bit vulnerable for me as well. I'm getting outside of my comfort zone and hitting my edges, not because I'm not comfortable speaking. Uh, as a speaker, I do this all the time. It's just a little bit different in that um, I haven't had this kind of format. So I'm going to have fun with this. I'm going to keep it playful. And today I wanted to talk a little bit more about emotional intelligence and why it matters. And I think when it comes to emotional intelligence, we talk a lot about it. I hear people saying, yes, we need more emotional intelligent leaders and we need emotional intelligence in our life for our well-being. But if I were to ask people what exactly is emotional intelligence, I think they would get some of the areas, but not all of what it actually encompasses. So today I just wanted to take a, a little bit of time with you to talk about exactly how would I define emotional intelligence? And I'm actually going to use a definition that I really like from a company called MHS systems. And then I'm actually going to talk through a tool that I use a model of emotional intelligence, um, which is, which is uh, th again, through MHS systems called the EQI 2.10 the EQI 2.0. And uh, I like its model. I like the dimensions that it's talking through. And I'm just going to talk to you ex exactly what it is and how does that show up. And we'll continue on this journey with talking about these different areas of everything leadership and how to be really successful, both personally and professionally. So when I think of emotional intelligence, this definition really connects with me. It's a set of emotional and social skills that influence the way we perceive and express ourselves develop and maintain social relationships, cope with challenges, and use emotional information in an effective and meaningful way. And so what does that look like in our day to day? So I'm going to talk through the model. So the EQI 2.0 has a tool and it's looking at five different areas, which have 15 in total subsections of emotional intelligence. And so the first area I want to talk about when we look at emotional intelligence is from the self. So the self-perception. As you start to increase your emotional intelligence, some of the areas when we relate to the self is becoming more, uh, having a better understanding of what's going on in your internal landscape. So it's increasing your self-awareness when it comes to self-regard. And so self-regard, you can think of in terms of your inner narrative. How is that voice in your head speaking on a, a 
minute to minute, hourly, daily basis. Is that voice in your head speaking kindly? Is it confident? Is it empowering you? Is that inner narrative positive or is there a lot of negative self-talk? Are you having a growth mindset telling yourself, you know, if something doesn't work, it's not me that doesn't work. It's how I approach the situation. If you make a mistake, are you kind about your mistakes? Uh, If things aren't going well, how are you speaking to yourself? Are you creating consistent time and space to grow, to have meaning and purpose in your life, both personally and professionally in terms of self-actualization? How much time as a leader Are you using to reflect and asking yourself the questions about who you are, what you want, what does meaning look like for you? What's your vision? And then emotional self-awareness. Do you know your emotions? Can you talk through when you're feeling things and name, name the feelings, name what you're experiencing? Because a lot of times we're experiencing multiple emotions. Uh, And do you have that emotional vocabulary that you're continuing to grow? And are you giving yourself space to feel your feelings, to be able to process them? Then we start to look at self-expression. So this is now how others are experiencing you. Are you able to share how you're feeling? Can people tell what's going on for you with you in terms of your body language? And are you tapping into things like assertiveness and independence? And I want to really highlight when we're talking about assertiveness, assertiveness is being direct, but yes, it's also being compassionate with the way you're being direct. And this is an area I can see a lot of leaders struggle with, um, both men and women. I, I feel like there's a lot of talk around women and imposter syndrome and not asking for what they want and not having daring conversations. My experience is both men and women can have challenges around assertiveness and asking for what they want, saying what they need to say, um, being able to work through conflict, have difficult conversations. Then we start to look at the interpersonal area. So interpersonal is around those, your opportunity to be able to build meaningful relationships, build meaningful connection with those around you. And as a leader, those can be people reporting into you. This can be your peers. This can be individuals that you report into. Um, Are you, are you doing this and building relationships naturally? And are you tapping into things like empathy? Are you tapping into uh, social responsibility? So instead of it just being about I and me, you're taking approach of we, you are looking for how you can be part of something bigger than yourself. And you're contributing through a, a lens of social consciousness. And um, even when we think about empathy, right, there's, there's certain parts of empathy that might be coming that might come more naturally to you and others that aren't. Now, when we start to look at problem solving, so problem solving is not your ability to be a critical thinker. It's about what goes on when emotions are heightened, when those emotions are heightened. And some people say, oh, no, I'm never emotional with your with my decision making. Not possible. We are humans. We experience emotions. We feel the, the full range of emotions. And a lot of times when things aren't going well and you are dealing with problems, the emotions get a lot more heightened. So in those situations, are you able to see things as they are? Are you able to stay objective? When you're noticing that you're not staying objective, are you asking others to see if they would see the experience the same way as you would see the experience? Are you taking a step back? 
impulse control is a part of problem solving as well. So when those emotions are heightened, are you able to take a step back and get grounded before you take action so that you're not reacting, but you're responding to what's happening around you? Let's think about what goes on our workplaces constantly. I see people not managing their impulse control right away very well. They're sending emails that they should not be sending because the emotions are heightened. They're going and having conversations. They are picking up the phone before they're ready to, to have a phone call. And so as you start to build that muscle, some of the tools in your toolkit might look like, yeah, I'm noticing my emotions are really strong right now. I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to write the email, but I'm going to wait a couple of hours before I send it. Or I'm actually going to sleep on this and 24 hours later, I'm going to check in and see, do I still feel the same way? And all of this impacts your personal life as well, right? Like we all know about shopping therapy and being on Amazon and buying things and then realizing afterwards, I actually didn't really want that, um, but I was numbing in that moment. So really noticing before you take action. Um, that small little stimulus in between, as I talk about it right now, I'm slowing it down. And, but in the moment it's happening very quickly. And so when you notice that and your nervous system is getting, is getting amped up and you're noticing that you're wanting to go to that fight, flight, fight, flight, freeze at taking a moment to, to slow down, to take some deep breaths before taking action. And then the last area of emotional intelligence is really around stress management. And so uh, when we start to think about stressful situations, here's the thing around stress. Stress can get a bad rap as if we're not supposed to feel any stress in our life personally or professionally. That is totally unrealistic and that's not going to happen, but there's a difference between acute stress that's happening in the moment moment and chronic stress. And so we thought we saw through COVID and everything that was happening during the pandemic, lots of chronic stress. There was lots of stress happening in multiple ways and people had different types of ways of dealing with it in terms of coping mechanisms. And it had a, a really big impact on people's mental health. And so we don't want chronic stress, which is going to lead to day after day, the same thing, and it's going to impact your health. And so when we start to think about stress management, it's around those times where things might be happening, they're unexpected, you're in meetings and people have very strong opinions and different than yours. Are you able to stay open and flexible? Can you show up from a place of curiosity? Can you be a leader who is understanding that while you might feel so strongly about what, how you feel about a situation, might there be other perspectives that you need to hear? And then with the stress tolerance, when stress is coming up, what are you doing to work through it? And what are you doing proactively in terms of your well-being to help put you in a situation that you are less likely to get stressed in the first place, because in that moment, you know, you've had enough sleep, you've exercised, you've done your meditation. Um, you've had a lot of time with family and friends. And so your cup's feeling really full and you're more resourceful. And then through all of this, are you able to maintain uh, optimism? And we're not talking about toxic positivity here because anyone who knows me knows that I encourage you to feel all of your feelings. That's not what this is about. It's around keeping things into perspective and recognizing that might have been a hard day, a hard moments, a hard week, but tomorrow is a new day. And there are different ways of looking at things. So that is a lot that I've shared with you today, but I wanted you to get 
much clearer around, you know, what are we talking about when we get into emotional intelligence and both the emotional and social functioning? And why is this valuable to you? And I hope everyone that's been listening today, you realize it's not just valuable as who you are as a leader in terms of your professional life. It's also valuable in terms of who you are in your personal life. When it comes to connecting with your family, connecting with significant others, connecting with friends, family, and actually even strangers as you start to get involved in your community and other things that are important to you, as well as what's happening at work. So you're a whole person. As you develop and you grow in these areas, it impacts all parts of you. Um, so I will continue to talk about more about this and give you stories of the different ways I've seen this in action for leaders and where they were before and where they were after and how it starts to feel as you, you build this muscle. If this is something that you are curious about and you want to learn more about, I'm always happy to have a conversation. So if this is something that you on a personal level, you want to really grow and develop these skills in terms of coaching, I'd love to talk with you about that. But also if this is something that you want to help support your leaders with in terms of having leadership training and having something where they are all building this these skills, because I think organizations are all recognizing that in order to be a people first organization, it is about building these emotional intelligence skills so that leaders are better equipped to take care of both them themselves and others in this environment that is only going to continue to change. It's just, that's what happens. Things are constantly changing. And as you build these skills, you're much more equipped to work with this change. So if you're interested in talking about ways you might be able to support your leaders with leadership training or having me come in and do a keynote, uh, keynote talk at your association or your event. I'm always happy to have a conversation. Please connect with me out on the socials. I'm very active on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Always love to hear, you know, what resonated with you today? What would you like to hear more of on the podcast? And uh, please share with others. Uh, this is not about, this is a mission for me. This is me really connecting to my heart, my soul journey when I'm doing this work. So if there are others that you think it would be helpful for them to hear this conversation, please share this episode with them and this podcast. Wishing you a wonderful day and always, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm sending tons of love. Please remember that meaningful change requires space and grace. Practice self-compassion and become the ripple. As you transform yourself, you transform your workplace and the people around you.